Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast. We are on sexy episode number 69. Woo-woo. Yeah, because we're 13. Um, <laughs> mentally, some of us are. Yeah, mentally. Um, my name is Maddie. To my left, we have the Doctor of Filmonomics, Greg. I like farts. Thank you. That's a great way to start this cast. I told you I was 13. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, across the table for me, we have the doctor of everything else, Patrick. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And it's to my right, we have the Scream Princess, Josh. I second the farts. <laughs> farts are funny. Farts are funny. Farts Indeed. are funny. Great. We Let's talk about farts for an hour. There we go. That's our that topic. That's yeah. our new topic. There's all sorts of different farts. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Maddie. Go ahead. <laughs> and on my last podcast... <laughs> Maddie's going to kill us all. I know. Oh, God. So we just watched a trailer for the movie Antlers. What did we think? Um, Yeah, I uh, saw this trailer uh, a little while back, produced by uh, Guillermo del Toro, so he's attached to it. So, yep, I I can fucking say it. It's not. uh, Anyway, I'm super excited about it. I think it looks really fucking cool. It's got that old del Toro style to it uh, that reminds me a lot of his other stuff. I'm super dark. Really, really. It didn't. The trailer that we watched didn't give you a whole lot. There wasn't really mm-hmm. a lot of dialogue, but the, the imagery is super cool, um, and it leaves you kind of wondering what all is going on. There's another trailer that's more dialogue um, that the kid talks to the teacher in the trailer, and she, he kind of explains like what it, it gives you a little more explanation mm-hmm. as of what's going on. But this trailer is legit. I'm a huge fan. I can't wait for this movie to come out. If if you're looking for an example of uh, show, don't tell. It's this trailer that we watched tonight, mm-hmm. and I think that it set the movie up perfectly. I love Guillermo del Toro. Um, I'm definitely going to be in the theaters to check this one out because it looks fantastic. I almost want it to be like kind of a quiet place style where they don't talk throughout the entire movie. I know that's not mm-hmm. going to be the case, but yeah. just how that trailer set it up was incredible. And right. what they gave us, it, just, it was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah, I thought this movie had actually come out a while ago because I saw the trailer like months ago, mm-hmm. and... I was like, oh, this is cool. And then it, I feel like it kind of fell off the radar right. and then popped back up. So, Patrick, what do you think? You know, without any dialogue in there except at the very end, it's, it, it's difficult for me to decide whether or not I want to go see it. The imagery, I agree with you, Josh, was just beautiful. Not just beautiful, but intriguing, captivating. Right. Watching what was going on piqued my interest but until I know more about what the movie's about, I don't think it's one I'm going to chase. Hunt down the other trailers. It'll okay. give you more info. All right. um, there's, a, like I said, a whole conversation between that kid and the, and, and, and the teacher. Yeah. And he kind of explains a little more what's going on. Yeah. And then, like, that picture that you saw her putting together at, mm-hmm. in that, that shot, they kind of talk about that a little bit, too. So it gives you more in other trailers. You just, just the one we watched, there was no dialogue. Do you think that's a kind of an overused trope, the kid drawing a picture and then people discovering a little bit. I don't know. He's drawing a picture of his parents. If spoiler, there you go. Um, If it's in the trailer, I mean, come on. I mean, that's what it is. (laughs) 
Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, like how many movies use this? It's like they discover a picture that their kid had drawn, and then it's this big discovery. Right. But yeah. like kids do that though. Or at least I think they do. <laughs> Watching Law and Order, that's what they do all the time. <laughs> Draw pictures of supernatural things. I mean, that's the way I looked at it. But Draw pictures said, of their parents. But you say it's like their demons parents. and yeah. shit. Yeah. Right. But yeah, you know, like that's what I'm thinking is when I looked at it, I didn't see it was a picture of her parents. Yeah. His like parents. Mason draws a picture of me on fire all the time. It's really weird. I don't know why he does that. But he's buying gasoline by himself. <laughs> yeah, because really kids strange. do that. Yeah, because kids um, do that. Right. But yeah, so I, I think the trailer's super cool. So we chase the other ones because it'll give you more. Yeah, I'll take a look at the other ones. So. Yeah, as I said, this is one. I'm not going to see it in theaters, but I will definitely see it when it comes out. I think this looks really cool. And yeah. I did see the longer trailer, so yeah. it kind of had a little more in mm-hmm. there. So yeah. we're going to drop that trailer on our Facebook, our Twitter, and our... Do we have another social media? Instagram. 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 Yeah, okay. we gram that Insta. Mm, I can go for some Instagram crackers. Yep. Yeah. And Ash. Antlers releases April 17th of nice. 2020. Oh, nice. nice. So far away. That sucks. It yeah, really that feels is... like it, yeah. Well, as I said, especially since the original trailer came out like months ago, that's that's a long time. Well, and there were some movies that were supposed to re- release this year that I know got pushed until next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some movies next year that got pushed like five, six more months out. Yeah. I think Godzilla versus uh, King Kong was supposed to be in April, and now it's like December mm. or some shit. Oh, weird. So they pushed oh, that one way far back. Did King of the Monsters get pushed back? I don't know. Okay. I'm wondering if that was the case because that just came out middle of this year, right. I think. Yeah. So. Hmm. All right. Well, as I said, most of us are going to check out Antlers. Now we're going to go to our current events it's the current events current events i tried real hard to avoid that i waited for it every time i'm waiting for it fuck who's got news i got news patrick from horrornews.com it's been announced that the upcoming hp lovecraft movie the color out of space will actually be the first movie of a planned trilogy Starring Nicolas Cage, the film is set to release in 2020, directed by Richard Stanley, who has not done a movie in 27 years, and that movie was the deeply panned Island of Dr. Moreau. I like that fucking movie. It was panned, though. I I barely remember it. But 27 years without making a movie, and they're giving him something that big. Right. That's that's taking a chance. Yeah. For our topic tonight, I actually just wrote down, oh, yeah, the H.P. Lovecraft movie. I forgot it. And then the second you said Nicolas Cage, I scratched it out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lost. yeah, that looks great. Oh. But, you know, it kind of matches Nicolas Cage's style of acting to be something uh, just bizarre. No, mm-hmm. he's so irritating. It can't be any worse oh. than Mandy. Oh, yeah, he's uh, such it could a be yeast as great as Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anybody else? Uh, I got one. I don't remember if we've talked about this yet or not, so I'm going to throw it out there. And if we've talked about it, just be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Uh, Fetty Alvarez is... um, Oh, dude, shut the fuck up. Yep, I knew we already (laughs) talked about that. Uh, Fetty Alvarez is rebooting, and they're giving him a reboot of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, He's not going to direct it. He's going to produce on it, I think. I don't know how much more they can do with this fucking movie. It's the same goddamn movie every time it comes out. Nobody's done anything different with it. Um, Rob Zombie should direct it. That'd be so great. That's totally his style. He would just start with Leatherface as a child, though, and all the terrible things that kind of fucking happened to him, and then go... He won't Halloween it. You don't think he would? I would. I don't think uh, he'd Halloween it. I think he'd be really good with it. I, I, it'd be because it's his not just style. about because it's not just about Leatherface. It's about the family, the whole sweet right, family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
But I don't know. If, I guess if anybody can do something kind of different to this, I think Fetty Alvarez is a good person to have attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but like I said, I don't know how much more they can really do. Yeah, that titty different. is dry. It's yeah. They've I mean they've done everything, including like I said, they did Leatherface, uh, the the kid, the Leatherface. Yeah, uh, that just came out and that was terrible. So yeah, I don't know what else they can do, but I'll be curious to see what they'll uh, find something. They'll just, they're going to bleed it dry yeah. and then some. Because so, that's what they do now. Right. That was my news. I'm, I'm kind of curious. I, I'm more on the stop. It's already dead. Right. <laughs> Greg, do you got any news for us? I have no current events. Oh, okay. The only thing I have is Screen Rant put out an article today in the last couple of days that said they think Halloween Kills could be the infinity war of horror movies. And I'm what? not sure what they meant with that. I read the entire article and they never really explained what they were talking about i think they meant like as far as bringing in the income but i was just like i don't think so no i think this is another tiffany article is this halloween <laughs> kills and then <laughs> there's another one after that right or is halloween kills the third the last no, one? no halloween is, kills is the next one is the next one and then yeah. what's the next fucking movie after it's supposed halloween we've taken you for all your fucking money <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty much and it. you're dumber for having done it <laughs> Yeah, they kind of talked about in this article that they think like Halloween Kills is kind of going to do what Infinity Wars did and like split like a story up into two movies. And I was just like, just let it die. Nope. I, I definitely go see that Halloween. We've taken you for all your money. I'm definitely going to that <laughs> Halloween. We fucked you in the ass long enough. <laughs> yep. uh, it'll just be Michael Myers just sitting in a dark room, just like <laughs> <laughs> suck it, bitches. I win. Just counting money. I yeah. win. Money. Chair, counting money. <laughs> it can't be any worse. Like it can't. I'm sure it could. Any more current events, people? I uh, know. I know. That's then all I had. It was kind of dry the past couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Newswise. It's hard to find. And we're yeah. going to move on. We're going to move on. That was the current events. Current events. Okay. Well, they shortened it because they said current events. Yeah, that was very nice. You're just getting a long one next time. Note current events. So they Yeah, you're going to get the long one next time. I'll take the long one. You can be alone on that. had the long one. What are we doing next, man? Josh, what have you been watching? Uh, well, yeah, Josh, what have you been? What watching? have you been watching? I don't know if I can Josh. say it. So, uh, <laughs> honestly, um, I've been watching a movie called The Back of My Eyelids, which is a really, really good movie. It's a new indie feature. It's on Amazon Prime. Kind of dark and a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Tiresome. But, um, a little tiresome. That's... It's it it it's a kind of long. It's roughly seven to eight hours long. That's um, not what he told us he was watching. I've been watching. Christmas movies with my there daughter is. and my wife. Um, uh, there's a you know a list, not really a list that they they were going to make a 31 day list of Christmas movies. They didn't make the list, and then we just randomly oh. been picking Christmas movies. And I bet you're like so happy about uh, that. I haven't watched them all, and they right now we're in the like area of watching like the ones that I kind of like. It's when they start getting to the uh, the kind of older classic ones that I tap out. Like it's a Wonderful Life and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I'm not going to watch that. I've never watched it. It could be so like all day now. Hallmark Christmas. Um, that would be worse. That's I think. a bunch of those dropped on Netflix. So they're coming. Oh, so, no. um, but we've been watching like the Home Alones and yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and the Grinch and shit like that. Do so. they get into the like the new ones that drop on Netflix? Like last year, I think was uh, Christmas Chronicles with uh, Kurt Russell. They did watch that. I did not watch. No, that. I really like that I one actually. That it was one. pretty good. But yeah, that's what kind of I've been watching. So I I drug my wife through 31 days of horror. So she, I, I kind of She's oh. returning the favor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, it's not that bad. It's all right. 
I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> Still got four weeks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Patrick. Yeah, I haven't had a lot of opportunity to watch things outside of more 2019 horror movies, trying to finish out the year. Nothing's really jumping out worth talking about that I've seen in the past two weeks in that sense. And the other thing I've caught up on is the reboot of Mad About You on Spectrum. I did enjoy that series when it was originally on, and I'm kind of enjoying what they've done with it now. I think I asked you this the last time. Did you, could you like currently, from what you've seen in 2019, mm-hmm. could you make a top 10? Yes. Okay. I've seen two 2019 movies, so I cannot. <laughs> you can make a top two? You can have a top two list. Yeah. I'll drive. <laughs> Patrick, you can watch anything else? No, that that's seriously it. Uh, yeah. It's nothing exciting. Great. I actually haven't been uh, doing too bad. I do have one more. I'm sorry, Greg. <laughs> Rachel and I actually went to see a movie yesterday, and we went to see... Gosh, now I can't remember the name of it, because I want to say Won't You Be My Neighbor. That's not the right one. Beautiful it's Day in the Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Thank oh, you. Because the other title is the documentary right. yeah. about him, which is also a great movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this. It wasn't what I expected, because I thought it was going to be more about Tom Hanks's portrayal of... Fred Rogers, but instead it was how Fred Rogers affected another person, another character altogether. And the story was more about that person and what he had gone through uh, with his family issues and everything else. And I really, really enjoyed the movie. So there. I also went and saw that. Okay. And I had a different feeling towards it. Mm -hmm. I am mixed because everything like Tom Hanks is freaking incredible as Mr. Rogers. Anytime he's on screen, he is like the show stealer. Everything about the journalist Mm -hmm. and his story bored me to tears. Really? Interesting. I've seen that movie before. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they were just trying to throw everything possible at you. And I don't know if it was because when I went into it, I wanted a Fred Rogers biopic. And it just, it felt very misleading to me. And I think that's why it didn't sit well with me. So... I'm disappointed knowing now that it's not a Fred Rogers biopic. And He's, now I don't know if I will go see it. it. It really is not. Go, I mean, go and see it because Tom Hanks on screen is incredible. Like, yeah. he probably should be nominated for how well he depicted Fred Rogers. Right. But he is a supporting cast. Hmm. He is not the lead in this. Yeah, I would say if he's nominated, it's going to be supporting Supporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a horror Mr. Rogers movie. Jim Carrey played a uh, really creepy version of Mr. Rogers on In Living Color. Yeah. If you haven't seen yeah, that, you should I have that. not. I will, <laughs> it's, I will it's, it's really creepy. <laughs> so, it's really creepy. That was one that uh, Emily and I had gone out to see. I uh, I got a chance to check out Brightburn, which was awesome. Brightburn really, was fantastic. Yeah, really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. Really kind of want to see if they do anything more with that because I feel like they could – Expand the universe. Cool. I'd be cool with different characters. Yeah, they were going to do a whole series yeah. like that. But I don't know if it really came. I, it may be just a, a lightning struck once and that's good, which is fine. I'm okay right. with that. But it'd be interesting to see how they could twist that. Because if they followed like the DC universe, if they go into a dark Batman mm-hmm. as a villain. Hmm, yeah, right. That would be yeah. awesome. And I think that uh, that series would be pretty cool. I don't like Elizabeth Banks in it. Her face bothers me. What? I just I, didn't like Elizabeth Banks in it. I was okay with that. What What I was not anticipating was not really enjoying the movie because both Elizabeth Banks and David Denman 
being more A-list actors. Mm-hmm. I thought that that would bother me, but I really actually enjoyed their characters. Yeah. It was I was not- kidding about Elizabeth Banks. I just wanted to say her face bothers me. Fine. It was interesting to see Elizabeth Banks step out of a comedic role, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated. And there was a couple parts where it was a little rough getting through, but – that's the other news, really quick. Sorry, don't fucking do it. Just Elizabeth Banks. Did, is, did, 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 news did you see that Elizabeth Banks is now going to star in a new? Uh, she's starring and directing in an Invisible Woman. I did see that. Yeah, that's. I hope that's a comedy. Anyway, sorry. Go back. <laughs> did, 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 that Brightburn. Was the news. Yep. Yeah. So I I got to watch uh, Brightburn. Um, I've been keeping up with The Mandalorian. Still just as incredible as Episode One. Very impressed with it kind of came to a realization as I've been flipping through, had a little bit more time to flip through Disney plus nothing's really exciting me. Like I've gone back to watch some titles that I had seen uh, as a kid and realized, God, these are dumb, really wildly dumb. Um, so I haven't been really, my like, attention like really what? has just like more kitty style cartoons. Like they used to do the, uh, the Sunday night, Disney, whatever's oh, okay. And so I've been going back and watching those and gotcha. just re- trying to remember what I was watching as a kid and now mm-hmm. seeing it and thinking, God, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm intrigued to see what they do from here on out, because I think if they are going to be coming out with some original content, it needs to happen quick. Otherwise, you're, you're working with a, uh, oh, I had the word and I lost it. Damn it. Well, I think novelty. You're working with a novelty. Yeah, I was gonna say because like I think a lot of people okay. like you are gonna go back and watch shit they watched as a kid, and I don't think they're gonna rewatch it. I know a ton of people that are like, yeah, I watched what I used to watch as a kid, and mm-hmm. now I hate myself. My childhood's <laughs> ruined. And I'm over right. it. And so like I, if they're not coming out with original content, like people are just gonna watch the couple movies they liked as a kid, and then if they don't have kids themselves, I bet they're gonna kick yeah. it off and, after like yeah. six months i can i can definitely see the the appeal like if you have kids just saying here here's disney plus go find something you'll be fine maybe not the simpsons but <laughs> if you already have a lot of that collection with which somebody like me does what's the point of hanging on to it mm-hmm. you know so I'm, I'm gonna give them a couple months i'm gonna see what they do with it but if they're not pumping out some really good original content yeah i'm afraid it's gonna go the way of bye-bye <laughs> So uh, just a quick wrap, wrap up here. Uh, Emily and I discovered a, a newer television show that we've been watching called The Orville. Haven't, uh, haven't started watching that until just now, but uh, it's obviously not newer, but really, really enjoy it. Yes, and the guys... third season is not on Fox. I believe it's on Hulu. Oh, is it? Okay. The, the, the upcoming third season. Okay. They were going to do it on Fox, but then they, Seth... Uh, McFarland negotiated something else because they wanted to have more money thrown at it. Sure. They wanted more creative control over it. And I believe Hulu was the one who picked it up. Okay. That's fine by me. I mean, Fox is going to give it a little bit more of a, you know, they're going to have a little bit more of a hand on it. So Mm -hmm. having a Hulu sponsor will be, or a production will be, uh, it'll open things up a little bit more. So that'll be, that'll be cool. That surprises me because isn't Seth McFarland's other shows on Fox? Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, they so. yeah they've they've held on to his two cartoons that he's had on there. I think that's all he's had. Yeah. Yeah. American Dad and Family Guy. Yeah, and uh, hmm. Cleveland Show was yeah. that was the other one was cut one. short. Yeah, so but you know he wants creative control. Right, go uh, go where the money goes. And then uh, just been watching some Christmas movies. That's it. So cool, cool. I watched The Void again because I should be shot. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, I, I want to know what intrigues you about that movie. Oh, I'm I don't know. Curious. When I figure it out, I'll tell you. Know. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I cracked into the Thanksgiving wine at 10 o'clock in the morning and I watched 20 minutes of Lady and the Tramp and then got angry. Um, the live action? No. Oh, okay. No, the original one. And then I haven't been watching anything really. Okay, I watched another Jonestown documentary. <laughs> but I discovered a podcast called Crime Junkies and like that's all oh, I've God. been listening to at work. Like co- hours and hours <laughs> and hours of this shit. Just... It's really cool. It's really interesting for someone like me. They, it's true crime. They're mm-hmm. just telling yeah. like stories of true crime. Sure. And she does a ton, a ton of research on it. And it's just, it's really relaxing to listen to. So yeah, I've been watch listening more than watching anything. Anything. I new, love I podcasts. Guess. I like. I love to listen to podcasts. Ironically, even though I'm on a podcast, I don't really. Because I kind of use it as more background noise. And Mm -hmm. if I'm doing something, I can't really listen to someone talk. But, like, I was working on something at work that was just, like, manual data entry. And so, like, didn't really need to have everything turn in on there. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I just was Mm -hmm. listening to that. And I was like, this shit is great. (laughs) I definitely recommend it for true crime people. Nice. Nice. Cool. Oh, I'm hosting. Um, <laughs> so that's what we've been watching. <laughs> and on to our topic. We are going to be talking about what we are looking forward to in 2020. We're wrapping up the end of 2019, wrapping up the end of a decade. And we're hoping that we don't have a bunch of dog shit coming down the trailer for us. So what are we looking forward to? There is some dog shit coming down. Yeah, of there course is. There, yeah, is. there is. There is dog shit coming down here, but... We're going to sift through that shit. Everybody we're going to find some gold. I, Everybody write down five? Yeah, five. I've got at least five, and we probably all have the same thing because we probably all hit the list that said horror movies 2020 Google Go. You know? <laughs> I feel really attacked right now. <laughs> Should we just round robin this shit? We always yeah. have to round robin. Yeah. Welcome to the, the list uh, topic again. We haven't done one of those for a while. We though, haven't so. done a list for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get lists for the next couple of podcasts. Yeah. So. yeah. But so is everybody. I feel right. like every movie <laughs> podcast is like, okay, here's what we're looking forward to. Here's yeah. what we yeah. liked, which is fine. Click cool. off if you don't want to Who listen wants to start? us. I'll go ahead. Yeah, go. I'm looking forward to our trailer movie. I think Antlers looks fun. Mm-hmm. I think it looks right up my alley. I second, second that. that. I have yeah. Antlers on my uh, on my list. Patrick, do you got Antlers on your I list? I do not have Antlers on my list because I did not see the trailer prior to this, and I don't know that I'm going to add it to my list until I see the other trailer as well. Okay. Uh, Greg? Yeah, I got one. I'm looking, I just got a list here on IMDb pulled up, and this one called Fantasy Island looks interesting. Yeah, that looks cool. Very interesting, based on the 70s, what was it, a game show? Or? No, it was a TV, it was a TV show. Okay, okay. But it was more about people going to the island and getting their, like, literally their their, their fantasies fulfilled. Like, they wanted to be rich, they wanted to fall in love, they wanted, Ooh. it was not a horror series. Not at all. So, okay. I'm curious, I'm not necessarily wanting to track this one down Mm-mm. but i'm curious it's it's yeah. about also it fucking blumhouse it is blumhouse. Oh, is it yeah yeah fuck okay well so that kind of <laughs> kicked the chair out from under me but you the know, do you remember really the cool. days where we would say oh jason right. blum's tied to that one. right right now it's like oh it's fucking blumhouse. <laughs> um the poster for it's really cool though yeah oh. no i i am curious about that one because uh you know watching the trailers for it you know, it's kind of misleading at first. You're kind of going, oh, they, they made a movie about this? Mm-hmm. I can't believe that, that would be interesting. Oh, it's a fucking horror movie. I actually That's haven't seen the trailer yet. I'll have to. I haven't either. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll, like I said, I don't know if I'll hand it down, but it'll be a curiosity watch for mm-hmm. me. Moving on to me. Yes. I'm looking forward to Quiet Place Part 2. Agreed. Yeah. To Agreed. see what happens with that story. 
moving forward. I thoroughly loved the first one. Really looking forward to seeing what they do with this, with part two. Yeah, who's going to impregnate that dumb bitch this time? <laughs> <laughs> there had to have been condoms. What were they thinking? Right? Or they had stairs. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> the oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. The dumbest woman in horror, and I will fight that stance to the end. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Let her breathe through that one. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, Josh. That's getting edited out, isn't um, it? No, that's no, staying in. Keep that. We want people to know just how horrible you are. <laughs> they know me. They know. Um. Oh, Josh, yeah. I wrote a movie down called Underwater. Um, it's a Kristen Stewart yep. uh, film. And I'm not a fan of Kristen Stewart, but she was in a movie last year or the year before called Personal Shopper. Mm-hmm. That was really, really good. She was I'm also in a do- movie this year called Charlie's Angels. I'm not looking at the, the Kristen Stewart from like fucking Twilight and all that shit. Like Kristen yeah. Stewart, minus his Charlie's Angel reboot bullshit, has actually selected – like she her, the. The way she's choosing the project she does is actually really cool now. Um, she's very going a very different direction. She's very haunted by that Twilight bullshit. So uh, I said Personal Shopper I was a fan of. Um, and this underwater film looks really, really interesting. It's kind of like this alien meets the abyss, I think, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's, you know, underwater, like, tragedy mm-hmm. kind of film. So Yeah, Kristen I'm, Stewart's in it. Yeah, well, I said, um, you know, said pick and choose, but uh, I, like her. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Stewart. I'm not She's terrible. You know, picking the film necessarily based off Kristen Stewart. I think I would see it regardless. Uh, but yeah, underwater. I'm looking forward to that. So that's my pick. I'm looking forward to no surprises here. Terrifier two. Also yep. on my list. Yes. So fun, especially like I loved that interview with the creators of it. I was how they, they said they were just going to ramp this up, and I was just like. Uh, I love You'll you. notice, though, that if, as you do Google searches and stuff, it is not like on people's most anticipated movies of 2020. That's because it's a fucking suck. indie film. I know. I didn't see any indie films right. on any of these lists no. whatsoever. Yeah. No. And that was something I was looking at because everything that came up when I was like mm-hmm. horror movies 2020 where I was like, these are all like big studio They're all studio films. films. I was studio like, films, I don't yep. give a fuck. Right. <laughs> Greg. So this one's a PG-13. I'm not overly thrilled about it, Douche. but I know it sucks. Well, <laughs> Underwater's PG-13. Is it? Yep. Douche. Douche. I can live with that. I've been worse. God damn it, Josh. Um, Gretel and Hansel. That looks really interesting, actually. I'm intrigued by yeah. it. I yeah. know it's probably not going to be as good as I want it to be, but I love when uh, horror movies go back to those fairy tales and they kind of twist and turn and do things like that. So Gretel and Hansel is on my list. Yeah, that's really interesting. You just yeah. like movies with kids. So do you. Anyway, but douche, <laughs> Patrick. Yeah, oh, we are back to me, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. Did anybody bring up the collected yet? I know that we talked. We about talked it about it earlier. earlier. It's on my list, and uh, I I really enjoyed. We had reviewed that one, the the first the one, right? The collector. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Collector 2 came out, and I enjoyed that one. And this is the Keep final. Keep your eyes on your own paper, Josh. It, Jesus, Josh. Do you have other people's ideas? I'm just writing down what people are Eyes ahead. Say. Eyes ahead. Look, this is the only way I got through high school. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. But this is the third in the Collector series. Uh, it sounds like it's the last one as well. And it's been a big leap year-wise yeah. from the last one to yeah. this one. It's a huge gap. Yeah. No, I find the character extremely interesting. I'll, I'm just, I, 
I'm looking forward to what yeah. they're doing with this one. Cool. I wrote down The Conjuring 3. Yep. Um, I'm a fan of just that whole universe, mm-hmm. so not much beyond that. Just uh, what James Wan has done to create that whole that whole universe and how everything kind of clicks together. It's uh, I'm a fan, so mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. That's it. I just came across this recently, a movie called Trick, and it said it was like a new take on slasher on a slasher, and I think that looks fun. Did yeah. you read the synopsis on it? Not yet. It sounds really cool. Okay. So, yeah. Awesome. Trick. I thought it was going to be like a sequel to Trick or Treat. That's what I thought. That's why I clicked um, on it, because yeah. I was like, finally. But it's, it's, but... it's not. Yeah. No, do, it looks do, cool. Do you have it pulled up? Well, that's what I'm trying to pull up right now. A no-nonsense detective tries to track down a mass murderer named Trick. Who is terrorizing a small town? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, hmm. it says 2019, but it's obviously not out now. So yeah, that's fine. Make a surprise appearance on December 31st. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just to ruin this. Merry um, I, I'm not sure. It says it's in post production, but I'm uh, after watching the uh, the original for my 31 Days of Horror, the Candyman remake. Yep, that's on. I have list. that as a maybe. I love the original Candyman. Mm-hmm. I just I'm really I'm really over remakes. Oh, I am too. And like Candyman's one of my favorites. And if they ruin it, I'm gonna take someone down. They're probably gonna ruin it. It's yeah. Jordan Peele. I don't think <laughs> he's gonna I think he's gonna keep the I don't know. Look, of that what, movie. look at what he did with Get Out. Yeah. I mean I thought Get Out was fantastic. Oh yeah, it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <it> <laughs> But those were all his original content. Yeah. So he's taking on or or somebody's IP. IP so but Candyman looking forward to that there's a little film called Last Night in Soho that I'm looking forward to strictly because it is done by Edgar Wright of Shaun of the Dead fame and that trilogy that he did with uh, Simon Pegg however this is his first straight up horror film Mm -hmm. it is not horror comedy it is a horror film and I'm interested to see with what he does with it yeah, the last one I wrote. Sorry, the last one I wrote down. It's like I've never been on a podcast before, and I don't need. A, I don't know. I need to speak into the mic. Get that Doppler effect as you're coming into the microphone. Uh, the last one I wrote down that I'm really looking forward to is Ghostbusters 2020. I am fucking excited for a new Ghostbusters movie, and I, you can call it horror, you can call it whatever you want to, but today I'm calling it horror, um, and it's on my fucking list. It so, would be horror comedy. It is horror yeah. comedy. So. It's comedy, let's be honest, but there's horror elements to it, so there you go. Ghostbusters. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in that movie on screen again. Mm-hmm. Minus um, Egon. I can't think of his real name. Minus that guy. And we're all... T- Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody kind of come back. And see if there's anybody unannounced that, that shows up in that movie. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm kind of curious about, too. So... You think yeah. that that's the type of movie that there could be tons of cameos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I hope Chris Hemsworth is in it. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> wow, Me that too. was quiet. <laughs> My last one is a very angry edition. The next Saw. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm mad about it, but like. That's one of my absolute favorite of all time series, and I know I will see it. I will be really angry watching the whole thing, but notice it, it was not titled Saul. Like it wasn't just titled Saul or like a reboot of Saul. It was actually titled titled Saul Nine. Yeah, um, the organ, really? gra- the organ. What was it? Hmm. Organ something. 
they had like a name for it. Oh, it really? Dumb. The organ donor. The organ. Yes, thank you. The, the oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, I was being a smartass. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's like the organ donor or what something like one? that. Oh. Organ liquor. <laughs> the organ butt. Yeah, no, as I said, I'm going to watch it. I look forward to them Me even too. though I know they're horrible. Right. But every once in a while, I still watch the first one, and I'm like, mm-hmm. do you remember when these were good? Right. <laughs> do you remember when horror was good? Right. Does anyone else have anything that they're kind of looking forward to? Any honorable mentions? Kind of going along that same lines. I, I'm not excited that it's coming out, but I'll probably go and see it as Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'll, it's you can't not go see a fucking Halloween movie. Right. It's well, it's the next to, like, Infinity War, it. guys. <laughs> uh, Shut up, Tiffany. <laughs> um... I am a fan of, I was a big fan of The Grudge. And the new one, the kind of reboot's coming out. Are there trailers for that one yet? There is, okay. yeah. Because um, that was on my list, but I'm it's one that I'm hesitant. Who's the, uh, Greg will know this probably better. I can't think of his name. It's going to sound really terrible. Who's the Asian guy in American Pie? He's like, oh, this, um, he's Harold uh, John Cho. He's in it. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. He's in the new Grudge movie, I believe. And the trailers look really interesting. I mean,. I don't know if they did anything new with it or not, but it's... Because the sequels were not that great. No. I didn't even I know mean, they made sequels. Sadako yeah. versus Kayaku was, you know, fantastic. <laughs> but I mean... Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the quality. Grudge reboot. I mean, I want to be excited about it. I'll probably go see it, but I don't know what if you're going to see anything different. So... Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what indie directors do next mm-hmm. year because, like, this Banana Splits year, gave yeah. me hope. Right. But this year, for in, in 2019, this year, indie films, well, just horror across the board just was not that great. No, it wasn't. There but- was just standout indie films, though, mm-hmm. I think, like Terrifier mm-hmm. and, um, and Banana Splits. Trick looks like an indie film. Yeah. And like, as I said, I want to see this shift back to more fun horror. And right. I think indie is kind of getting it a little quicker than the big films are. They're mm-hmm. trying to get a wider audience, and I think indie directors are like, no, we want horror fans right. to watch our movie. Now, was there any on your guys' list that you saw, read, or anything like that, ones that you are probably going to avoid or you just don't give a shit about or you just wonder why the hell are they doing it? Underwater. The rest of them. Anything that I didn't <laughs> list. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's it's a matter of I'm going to avoid this. It's I think it'll depend on what they do with it, you know, it, it's it's hard to really predict, especially for myself who didn't do a whole lot of his homework except for reading synopsis and um, just kind of looking at uh, the posters or the titles that looked really cool. Mm-hmm. You really can't judge a book or a movie by its cover. I think that's the that's the end all be all because yeah, there were some movies that we watched in 2018 or excuse me in 2019 that we were really excited for at the end of 2018 and we walked out of the theater going fucking a, I just wasted money on that. Mm-hmm. And there were others where like, I have no idea what this is about. And oh my God, this was crawl. This is incredible. Right. So it's, it's a matter of just keeping an open mind and uh, seeing what the, what the directors and the, the creators of the content does. Cause there was a couple titles that I ran across that, and like Greg, you'll be happy to know that there is going to be an escape room too. I saw yeah, that. I, see that. Okay. I probably won't avoid it just because I'm interested to see what they do with watered down saw movie. <laughs> Yeah, but for me it'll be Beginner more like, saw. Beginner yeah, saw. Yeah, for saw me it'll be junior. more like a red box <laughs> rental or something right. like that. I, uh, I, I don't think I'll go to the theme. But then there's like Purge Five. five. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I'll have to watch it because I've seen the other four. Right. 
Well, and come on, society's going to break down next year anyway. We'll have the purge. It's exactly. fine. You it's, can just see it's it It's going to be a reality show. <laughs> awesome. It's, it's I, no longer a movie. It's just a reality I show. I feel like the Purge 5 exists because the TV show takes, and they're like, oh, we should have just made it into a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Purge 5. I'll, I'll probably avoid The Quiet Place, too, just because I didn't really... You didn't like the first one. No, I obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I probably won't see the second one. I'm a little curious about what they do, but not enough to pull the trigger and watch it. I just even though it's care. my entire list, uh, sequels and reboots. I'm just like, I want to see some original fucking mm-hmm. kick ass content coming. Agreed. This year. That's yeah. all I want is just some like legit original shit coming out this year. And uh, so you go to a reboot or you go to a, a sequel, you kind of already got that story. It's already yeah, my there, list is only two films that are not sequels. Right, it's or, tough. Or reboots. It's tough, but I mean, I'll go see those, but like, I'm just not looking, like I'm not excited about it. Like this is the first time a Halloween movie is coming out and I'm just like, eh. But that, eh. that's where we're at right now. We, right. We're digging eh. deep in the in the vaults of, oh my God, this was amazing back then. Let's let's reprise it and try and get people back in and right. on that boat. And it's like, right. okay, you've seen this thousand, you've seen the story thousands and thousands of times end it mm-hmm. move on you can come up with something different people are doing it right so yeah like even honestly if they even took like a michael Myers script and put a different killer in there mm-hmm. i wouldn't even give a shit exactly right. they're like, just they're trying to hook people in with the with the ip title you know they they're afraid that they're not going to make their money back so hey let's stick the the title halloween on it and people will come in droves to see it yeah it's like dude you're only going to be getting stupid enough people to do that for so long. Or they start making those goddamn like Hellraiser versus Michael Myers and and Leprechaun Uh-oh. versus Chucky. Uh-oh. I'm sensing a segue. <laughs> All those other kind of movies that, you know, we were kind of looking forward to. We did a whole topic on them, you know. Start making those movies. At least it's kind of semi-original content. But you know the characters, but it's original. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, stuff like that I think would be kind of cool to see. Yeah. I, I want The Void, too. God damn it. So then I can watch a different fucking movie than The Void <laughs> twice a week. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Well, speaking of versus movies, let's move on to our feature. We watched one of my all-time favorite movies tonight. We watched Freddy versus Jason, the guilty pleasure to end all guilty pleasures. <laughs> what do we got, Patrick? What do we got, the deets? Freddy versus Jason, 2003, running an hour 37. Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees return to terrorize the teenage population, except this time they're out to get each other, too. IMDb rating 5.7, Metacritic score 37%, Rotten Tomatoes critic score 42%, Rotten Tomatoes audience score 50%. I'm coming for all of you. <laughs> going to be under all your beds. <laughs> it's low. <laughs> All your beds. I think the meta score is very low. Yeah, that's 37 ridiculous. 37 is yeah. pretty low. Yeah. Well, and I say this with so many of the movies that I love. Stop taking this shit seriously. The directors are not. The actors were not. Like, stop going into this with, like, this critical eye expecting something like Sixth Sense or Silence of the Lambs. Right. It's not what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a bad time. Right. It's kind of like when you try to go to, like a family Christmas party sober. Like you can't do it. <laughs> I feel like this is the, the the best we have seen Robert England in, uh, in his Freddy Krueger role, um, where he looked like he was actually kind of back to that fun, joking around, throwing those one liner jokes out Freddy Krueger and mm-hmm. not like, cause I feel like in new nightmare, he kind of lost that character. So it was kind of fun to see that return of, of that Freddy Krueger. I liked at the beginning how um, 
he kind of had to had to explain like how he's been forgotten and he needs Jason to re, like use Jason to bring him back. So all the kids, re- I feel like they could have just kind of showed that as they did right. throughout the movie and not have to have this. It big, didn't need giant, to be like, narrated. No, not, not at all. No, no. Uh, I was like, yeah, we get it. You're they okay? We got it. But I also think it's really cool how they brought the two together. How they found a story to bring those two together and make it work because it mm-hmm. could have gone really off of a, on a shitty path. I, I feel like they, they could have stayed on that path and left Jason's mother out of it. <laughs> yeah. Because um, that one kind of took me out and granted, I know this is supposed to be something campy and fun and it was, but there was some extra cheese on that part. Yeah. And I just, I, you don't, and you're need... lactose intolerant for that. Oh, it's terrible. Cheese. It's terrible. I had, I had nasty gas after that. Not like the bad cheese though. Like not like this... the cheese that smells like armpit. Like it was good cheese. Yeah. This is like top quality brie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this more script, like this script cheddar. had more open holes than Pamela Anderson at a kid rock concert. Jesus. So none. Well, the, you can take it that way, I guess, but <laughs> that's what she said. No, it, the, the, the just tons of plot holes in this. Did it matter? No. No. For what it was? No. I mean, they're so they're talking about, hey, Freddy doesn't like fire. Jason doesn't like water. How can we use this against them? And they never return to that in it's any t- way, shape, uh, or form. They did plan it to show they, up. They did once, but it wasn't from the kids. It was from Freddy, who yeah. trapped Jason behind Ooh. a giant waterfall fence. And then at the end, when they set the dock on fire. Ugh. Yeah. But 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 it never came back as a plan. They never had a plan. I I feel like you know you you go back to the the slasher movies of eighties and the good and those kids were pretty stupid. I felt like there was some extra crispy stupid going on in this. Like the, some of the kids were baked. I, like they were just straight dumb. And I I I almost they have to be in these. I movies. know no, and I know I know, and that's why I'm I'm tiptoeing a line here because I. Like this movie, and I also don't want Maddie to stab me, although I fear that's what's coming. <laughs> the movie did not need to revolve around the kids. Use the kids as a vehicle to get to what we all want to see. But there was way too much of, oh my God, they killed Billy. They folded him in half. And oh my God. But this they person- need that kill count. No, no, yeah. I understand they need the kill count, but I'm saying don't focus so much on the kids. I felt like there was way too much. Like they wanted you to care for these characters. These characters the, are a kill count. That's all they were. The movie's called Freddy versus Jason. I wanted to see more Freddy versus Jason. Exactly. I, yeah, Get us to what I, we want. I really don't feel like this movie would have worked without Kelly Rowland in it. And I feel like it should have been <laughs> soundtracked by Destiny's Child. I was going to say, would you prefer uh, Beyonce? Uh, but, uh, Dude. Um, I also don't think this movie would have worked. She was horrible. FBJ too. I know, she's terrible. <laughs> I also don't think this movie would have worked without uh, the Jason Muse ripoff and the Freddy Worm. Um, if those things would yes. not have been in this movie, this movie would have not worked. The, that was a total ripoff. Yeah, it was a total. Was the right. character even called Jay or something like I that? I don't know. If it, it I was, don't remember his name, but it, it looked. I mean, he wore exactly what Jay does yeah. in Jay and Silent Bob movies. Um, yeah. But the Freddy Worm was kind of fucking fun. The the CG in this was rough, and I'm I'm not <clears throat> criticizing because I have to remember this was back in 2003 when they were still building their CG, but. I feel like they were using it a little too heavy for what they needed to. This should have just been a practical effects movie and left it alone with that. It's hard to do practical effects when you're in the world of Freddy Krueger, though. That is, I mean, it's true, but you look back to all the, the Nightmare on Elm Streets where he was yeah, coming most, out of the walls. And, and most of that was practical effects. You're absolutely exactly, right. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I feel like they could have done it, but because it was uh newer generation, they were trying to hook in all with all the CG, they were using it 
pretty heavy mm-hmm. and it was it didn't uh it didn't transfer well yeah. 15 17 years later yeah probably yeah. not maddie this is one of your favorite movies why is it <laughs> we just watched it defend it maddie <laughs> no, i not, like not this movie a lot you, I, just, you know, I enjoyed, i'm on maddie's side with this movie i enjoy I this movie I do too. as well yeah for me part of it is kind of nostalgia i actually first started watching true horror movies because i was at the theater with my mom in 2003 how old was i let's not do that no let's not play that game (laughs) i was fairly young in 2003 and i walked by a poster of freddy versus jason and i was like oh what's that and my mom said what the fuck not again (laughs) because she had grown up with freddy and jason and so she was like what is this and so i went and saw that movie with my mom and like that kind of really started my love of slasher movies and like i went home and went to hollywood video and started oh, watching like Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street and. Now I'm curious as to how old you really were. Let me check. Okay. You know what? I'm not I doing mean, do math. The, just, just take sixteen off of your age now and. Twelve. Oh shit! <laughs> I hate myself more now. <laughs> yeah, I was twelve. Shouldn't have asked. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no. So as I said, part of this, my love of it is just you know, but also. You know, as someone who has, like, worked on movies, I appreciate watching movies that I can see that people are having fun doing. And, like, to me, this is the ultimate. This is the movie that I hold up all the other jokey movies to. If I say this is the Freddy versus Jason of whatever, that's a compliment. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, the third Thor movie, I went and saw that and was like, was the Freddy versus Jason of Thor, and my boyfriend is really offended. <laughs> and I was like, "No, you don't understand. That's the highest compliment I can give a movie." But I think it just captured the spirit of those characters so well, mm-hmm. and it's just a go- it's a good time. I feel like you could show this to people who don't like horror because they're scared of it or whatever, and I don't think they're gonna bitch at you. Who played in Jason mind. in this one? Because there's been like four or five people. It was not it. Kane Hodder. No, because it was, he was some not. guy named. It was Kenny Kenneth. I thought it was Kirk. I can tell you here. Patrick, look that up. <laughs> I, mean, I guess <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Like I, was, I knew Calvin. it was Kane Hodder because he wasn't invited back. He Ken was, Ken Kurtzinger. Oh, okay. Okay. They wanted the studio wanted someone that was taller. Sure. That was uh, bigger because uh, Robert England is five foot ten, which is. Average. That's a little, a little taller average. than average. Yeah. That's as tall you know, as But me. they wanted someone that was towering. Well, I think he was a stunt man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this, like, I even remember back when this movie first came out, like, because this was, like, when studios were really big on, like, hyping the movies up and they made, like, a web page for this movie. And oh, it was sure. ridiculous. Like, it had mm-hmm. all their fucking stats. It was, like those ufc shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was nuts i just remember and i remember like i was obsessed with this movie when Mm -hmm. it came out like obsessed but it was i said it was my first kind of trip into 80s slasher so of course i I loved it so maddie who won who won between the two oh neither of them won (laughs) i think you could probably argue jason because he was fully intact. Yeah, because all parts were there. <laughs> but the end of that movie, from what I've kind of like read a little bit, is uh, sorry, uh, Freddy Krueger. Your Jason's in Freddy Krueger's. He's in a nightmare, mm-hmm. and so him holding Freddy's head and him like smiling and winking Wink at the, the end, camera. Yeah, that's Jason stuck in Freddy's nightmare. Okay, so. That movie, I would say Freddy won that movie. I, I, I would say Freddy won. Although he's not fully intact, 
Um, that's not due to Jason, by the way. I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting to see. Like you read kind of some things on the boards about who people thought mm-hmm. won that fight. So I was curious who everybody thought won. I wanted them to make, this is one of the very few movies I wanted them to make a sequel for because apparently there was like a graphic novel or comic book that incorporated Pinhead into this. Mm-hmm. Oh. I would never get up. I would never yeah. do anything again. I would just watch that movie on repeat. <laughs> over and over and over. How the yeah. fuck do you, it's how the do you void. get that in there? They apparently both like, they both <clears throat> went to hell and oh. Pinhead was standing there and was like, welcome fuckers. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, I was like, I Shit. read that and was like, that is the coolest thing. I've ever heard. Then they were kind of thrown around like Freddie and Jason versus Michael, but like I don't want two big Mm-mm. dumb silent guys in that right. movie. How boring! Right. That that Hellraiser thing would be kind of fucking cool. Is it too far out? Do you think? Is it too far gone Removed. to like? Oh, does I it would, matter? <laughs> I would. I don't know. You know, trying to see Robert England played. He wants to do it again. Yeah, he does want to do. I it know he, he do does, but his his age would be a. He's totally covered in prosthetics. Why does it matter? No, I just mean his, I don't know. the physicality of his yeah. role. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess not. I mean, he wouldn't be doing his stunts or anything like that. But still, I mean, the man yeah. is how old? He was born. He's oof. Yeah, he's probably what in his fifties, sixties. No, he's older than that. Oh, it's older. He's got to be older than that. He was born in forty-seven. Makes him seventy-two years. Yeah. Old. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, he's if he's he got can one do more, it. he's. Yeah, he can do it. I have faith in him, and he'll probably he'll probably be one of those people that just wants to die on set, <laughs> haunt the interns. <laughs> he dies as Freddy Krueger. I don't know. I think there are some also some really cool kills in this movie. Um, I enjoyed the bed folding. The thing. bed folding was, thing was awesome. awesome. Some good decapitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole the burning into the back I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. To so the worm death and and uh, Jason Mewes getting cut in half was kind of fun. Um, Freddie being stabbed through the back with his own arm. That I was, was like, that's pretty fantastic. <laughs> it, it wasn't a death, but I really liked the concrete rebar falling oh, yeah. from this guy yeah. or falling from the oh, top of yep, the scaffold. Yep, thing. That was yep, really that cool. Was cool. That was a cool one. So, there's some cool spots in this movie. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really wish they would have incorporated. You guys remember that scene? It was in Jason X where he like beat that girl in the sleeping bag with another girl in the sleeping bag. If they would have done something like that, this movie would have been perfect. Was that X or was that the remake of Friday the 13th? It was X because I never saw the remake. They did do that in the mm-hmm. remake. They did. Okay. Uh, he took a girl in a sleeping bag and Literally slammed on. her against a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this was in Jason X. He took a girl in a sleeping bag and hit another girl in a sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, is that where like, he like transports? He's in that simulation. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that a scene's magical scene. That seems pretty fantastic. Scene. <laughs> it's we all, we've all felt like that. You want to hit a bitch with another bitch. <laughs> well, for playing that game, I want some uh, liquid nitrogen. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one too. Anyone else have any thoughts on this glorious, glorious movie? If it, if you're gonna watch it, don't expect a good story. Just sit back and enjoy the Royal Rumble. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So to me, the best part was the last was the third act. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that just through. big fight. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what we wanted. <laughs> when he was picking up Kruger and just flying through the windows and busting out things that that should never break out in any way, shape, or form if right. the, if the house was built correctly. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> but that shows you how strong Jason was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this is a good movie. It's it's uh probably one of the one of the I don't want to say one of the betters. I'm going to hold my tongue on there. It's one of the better horror comedies that I've seen. And I I just want to give a an honorable mention shout out to the uh, the end credit song. Is one of I really love that song. Yeah. 
They had this one had a really good soundtrack. Yeah, Just, I agree. Destiny's Child. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> um, that would be great. <laughs> no, you know when you you say a horror comedy, yes, definitely because mm-hmm. of the one-liners that they give uh, Robert England to do. But I also appreciated that it wasn't just stupid one-liners that he'd been doing in prior sequels mm-hmm. to Elm Street. Because there were there were times where it's just like, really, was that necessary mm-hmm. or anything like that? Or it just it just felt like they were really reaching with yeah. a lot of those jokes. And it yeah. didn't feel that way in this one. Mm-hmm. No, this, this is a good goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's, it's a movie that you can just, it, it's not a movie that requires you to really fucking sit there and think about. No, it's, no. it's, a, or it's analyze a, a movie. It's, a pure entertainment popcorn film. Yeah. 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 So. Watch, show it to your kids. All right. So we rate on. Don't do that. A couple, uh, just real quick, some, some fast facts. Uh, we already talked about Kane Hodder not being Jason in this movie, but it was also the final time that England played Kruger in a movie. He's done like little bit TV mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but not in a movie. Uh, 25 million to make it, and it made 82 million domestically. So it was successful. Rob Zombie was asked to direct it. Oh my that God. That would have been a completely different completely movie. It would have been. Yeah. Oh my God, that would have been Fine. There would have been no popcorn involved in that. No. Oh, he uh, turned it down to work on Thousand Corpses. Which is probably the better choice. Yeah. I would think so. Okay. Between those two, yeah, he made the right choice. But oh my God, if they ever remake this movie, Rob Zombie, you have to do it. And it's it's <laughs> essentially been in the works since 1987. And the guy who was working on all the, who, whoever owns the property of uh, Jason Voorhees, kept doing movies to keep him relevant mm-hmm. so that they could do of Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Well, that explains a lot of things in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> explains so much. Yeah, because weren't they owned by different studios? And they had, trou- they had trouble bringing them together? I, I yeah. think I remember reading something they about that. I feel like Platinum Dunes owned them for a little while. Mm-hmm. And like now they're in, they're like... Uh, Is it New Line? I think New Line owns them, but like they're not letting anybody touch that uh, uh, franchise anymore. Because people want to keep making uh, Jason movies and nobody's letting them do it. Probably well, smart. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that I think that's a good choice. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, fight me, bitch. No. Nope, that's all I got for fun facts. So we rate on three factors here. We have our fright factor, we have our gore score, and we have our overall, and would we recommend it to a friend? So what did I say first? Do we well, fear- you said fright factor, but it's a fear it's factor. It's a fear factor. Same fucking thing. <laughs> Potato, okay. tomato. <laughs> so, fright factor, fear factor. Holy shit. One. Wrap this up. I'm fading fast. <laughs> one. I give it a one. There's nothing to be scared of in this. Yeah, there's a couple jump scares in there, but it's nothing that made me poop my pants or anything. Starter pack movie. Yeah. 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 Number one. Yeah. So, probably two, one, two. Yeah. All right. Yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, so, we got the gore score. What do we got? I would give it a four leaning towards a five just because I think they went over and above with the gore just to help with the camp. So I'm going to set it a four or five. There's definitely lots of blood mm-hmm. in it, but I don't know about like guts, intestines or anything like that. I don't remember. Decapitations. The one dude got cut yeah. like straight in half. Yeah. yeah. But like not a lot of stuff falling out. No, not really a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's, Gore That's for what I'm saying. A lot, a lot of spurting blood. Mm-hmm. A lot of spurting blood. I'd probably give it about a four. Ridiculous amounts of spurting yeah. blood. <laughs> I'd give it a four, yeah. I would say. I'm going to go with a six just 
mainly based off that scene where they're in the cornfield and he's just like cutting people open left and right. That and cornfield scene was actually I, pretty fucking cool. I thought cool. it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Just for shits and giggles, I'm going to go with a six. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'll give it a two, three. I know it's bloody, but same as I said with banana splits, it's mm-hmm. the spirit in which it te- it's intended. And yeah. this was almost, as you said, it was so overboard, it was almost cartoony. Right, right. So now we have the overall score. I'll give it a six and a half. It is enjoyable. Take anything out of it. Just sit down, press play, and kick your legs up. I'm going to give it a six. I don't do halves, so I'm going to round up and go seven. Ten. Wow. <laughs> Come on, Maddie. <laughs> Better than the void? Mm. No, I, I would Come give on. the void a ten, too. Oh, okay. Reel that in. Ten. ten. But yeah, I like them for... Di- you can't... You cannot... <laughs> those are two totally different movies. Mm. That's a totally different tone. Right. Yeah, one's super smart, and the other one's kind of dumb, but but fun. Just like twins. So, true. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd all recommend this. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely yeah. recommend it. Yes. All right. Well, let's before we wrap this up, let's plug away. Who's got shit to pimp out? I'm Greg the Movie Guy, and I am positively writing movie reviews over at GregTheMovieGuy.com. Josh, you got anything? Hair plugs. <laughs> Next. Butt plugs. I have no plug for a while, so I'm good for right now. I'll go ahead and say if you would like us to plug anything on here. I know Christmas is coming up and we all have friends that own small businesses. So if you want us to give you a shout out and reach four more people, we are more than happy to do that for you. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a fan of the Frightcast, we know you are. Help us out. Head on over to iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to us on and make sure that you rate and review us. Also, check us out on social media. We're all over the place with Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. In fact... Let us know what you want us to review. Send us a line. And finally, make sure that you check out our films at MidnightFrightFilms.com. All right, everybody, from myself and Greg and Patrick and goddammit, Josh. <laughs> this is the Midnight Frightcast. That's Josh's Thank new nickname. Yes. He's goddammit, Josh. <laughs> goddammit, Josh. Goddammit, Josh. No longer the princess of scream. It's goddammit, Josh. I'm going to miss that. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.